ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jenna Julian podcast this week with our special guest, Sarah Patterson. Yeah. Sarah Patterson, formerly Sarah Rice, from The Challenge on MTV. Uh, huge fans of you. Thank you so much for coming to our house and doing this podcast with us. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited right too. Now. <laughs> uh, this episode of the Jenna Julian Podcast is brought to you by The Tracker. This tiny coin-sized device can make sure you don't lose any of your belongings ever again. Guys, the battery lasts for a year. It locates via GPS on your phone. There's an app for it. It's incredible. I've put one on everything. I own my you know, drone, my bags, everything. It's super awesome. Get yourself a tracker you get 30 percent off right now when you go to the tracker.com and use promo code jenna julian thanks to the tracker thank you tracker all uh, right okay <laughs> sarah uh, how you doing how you doing I'm sarah great how you doing girl i love your dogs oh they're sweet they're sweet marbles they're like he, you. he takes a while to warm up but you know, they're all, yeah, they're a good little bunch. Marble barked at you for like a couple minutes when you walked he in. Then he was cool with me. So yeah. that's okay. He was cool with you. That's, yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah. Because he's doing his job. He's not cool with you after a little while. Yeah. If you're a murderer. <laughs> Or if you, <laughs> or okay. if you take An a example. lot of money from people on challenges, oh, I bet you would not like that. Shots fired. You guys have like a soundboard on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we but it was one. like the best or slash worst idea because now I spend most of my time scrolling through deciding what sound effect I want yeah. to use next, oh, and then I upgraded and got three hundred. So now, oh and like God. of the three hundred, ten are cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> but you have them it. like ready live. And you yeah, can, there's oh, yeah. so many animal noises. We need one of those. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about hooking up my machine. It cost a whopping ninety nine cents. So what? Know. Is it like spend an app? Your money wisely. Yes, it's so an app on your on. What am I doing? Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. that's pretty sick. Okay, so first of all, we're really exci- we're really excited to have you here. We're um, a mess. We're we're a mess. Uh, we don't have guests very often, so when we do, we get really excited. Uh, but we're massive fans of you. We we watch the challenge. Uh, she's gotten me into it for the last couple of years, and we watch it, and it's uh, it's a sh- show we enjoy watching. But there's definitely been a few competitors that we really enjoy, and you're definitely one of those. Oh, thanks. Uh, that we you know like watching, and obviously there's a crazy. Uh, whole situation we want to talk about um, about this last season, about how it ended. We will uh, get completely into that, but I think it's uh, important to just get to know you first, oh really quickly. Oh my god, I love that! How um, nice. So, Sarah, you're uh, you're currently in grad school. Yes, at the place when I went to college. Yes. Oh my god, I can't believe that so we walked really in and cool. I was talking about where I went to school or where where I'm living and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I live right by there. Or you went to school right yeah. by there. Oh, at the school, at the school. I go to right yeah. now." No big deal. No big deal. So you're getting your master's right now. I am. That's really exciting. And Not you, all reality television people. No, just and live we on never. Reality television. <laughs> <laughs> you watched our Bachelor episode, and you're like, "Oh, they they're gonna think I I'm did. stupid." I was like, "That okay?" Now I just maybe that's why I went out and got a master's. I need like a PhD to just prove to people that I'm not reality television. Even show even if that's the reason, that's a good reason. Go yeah, do no, it. Yeah, no, right? enough, right? Yeah, good enough. That's all you need. Yeah, no, it uh, only took me, you know, however many thousands of dollars. <laughs> well, Jenna's been there. She got her master's yeah. in. Sports, sports psychology, psychology. <gasps> counseling. Oh, yeah. that, I was mm. thinking of doing that. That's amazing. That's awesome. Oh, I would love to pick your brain about sports psychology. That's great. No pick it. You That's can pick really it right cool. Now. Oh I know. God. I was actually. I, I wanted that. to bring that up because I knew that. I didn't go to Chapman though, so I feel left out. No, but it doesn't. That, but you did something <laughs> super cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's joking. Well, he doesn't have a master's degree, no. do you? Oh! So, of course, technically, I don't either yet. So yeah, I don't either. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jenna will see herself out I'm now. The worst. Um, I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, so you want to open your own practice eventually, which is cool. You know what's funny is I I really started uh, seeing the need for somebody to offer counseling or therapy to people who've been on reality television shows. Mm. And that does not really exist. There's not like a specific. No. Yeah. And I even tried to get uh, counseling through, you know, connections I had yeah. in the, and, and nobody really knew where to send me. Wow. And still is sending me. That's, so that's somebody really needs to do it. Yeah. And no, because sure. it really is a strange transition mm-hmm. to being in an environment where every single day they ask you for your opinion on everything. And then you go back to real life and guess what? Your opinion doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think about what time, you know, Joe Schmo woke up and if he's depressed or not, because it's not your business. Yeah. So people have a really it, hard it time. It is a very specific, like, sort of therapy that, or discussion, you know, therapy, talk therapy, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, what someone would need from going on reality TV, especially a lot. Well, and also it's, it, I, you know, it, I talk with Susie, who is on, uh, my co-host on the podcast, uh, that it raises your bar for, excitement for you know when you do the things we've done in the challenge and you jump off cliffs and you get put to the test and your adrenaline is at a high all the time and you're getting all that crazy stuff you know brain chemical kind of stuff from it then you go to your regular life Mm -hmm. and like nothing's exciting yeah it's like a life of adrenaline yes so you see people who there's like this great quote that says i'm like i'm a dragon slayer and there are no more dragons and so, like, what do you do? Yeah. And, and when, like, so you see people who fall into these very dark holes of, you know, whatever it is. And, and there, unfortunately, have, has been many situations where people have turned to drugs or alcohol and things like that. And I've seen it right and left. I've seen it happen with people who have passed away who were on the show. And yeah. I know that if they had the right kind of help afterwards, maybe different. Whoa, I made this dark. No, oh, no, no. It's important. Is, it's, this is like it's what I live for, first yeah. of all. Great. Second of all, that's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are in need of the same service that not that I'm aware of anyone is currently. No, I have never heard of it. And nobody, and I'm looking for, I mean, after everything that happened, I was looking for it and there was nothing. And I started doing the numbers. I'm okay. We have 24 contestants on our show. Mm. Then there are, you know, 30 or whatever on, are you the one Then you go down? There's probably 2000 plus people every six months who are going in and out of reality television shows. And it, it messes you up. Yeah. And I mean, it can't not. There's no way it can't. Yeah. And it's like. It, the, yeah, I, oh. Exactly. Like, it, it might be easy to blame someone and be like, oh, you just love the attention. But like, if you're in that situation, yeah. it's that transition is insane. Mm-hmm. Y- you mentioned your podcast. First of all, she has an awesome podcast. It's called Excellent. the Brain Candy Podcast. Yeah. Uh, we can get more into with that later. Susie. With Susie. With Susie. Who is also on the challenge. The challenge, challenge and original road rules. And road rules. She hates them. Be- well, <laughs> she hates when I say she's from real world. And she, you know, <laughs> she's from. You done goofed it. Um, I made a folly. But I listened to one of your recent episodes uh, about the the recap of the finale. And you said something on there that like really kind of painted it in a way that I could understand. It's like, um, you know, every second of being on the challenge, you're you're stuck a camera in your face and you're you know you're trying to be made to create something for them to have something to film and whatnot and the moment it ends you do not matter like the moment the cameras go off they are packing up you couldn't like you said you couldn't have sex right there and they they wouldn't wouldn't have put the camera on did i say that that's totally accurate yeah Yeah, it sounds about right yeah it's wild to think about that just that on and off switch it really is like they you may as well be 
invisible. Yeah. It is the strangest feeling to have everybody care about you and then nobody give a fuck what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like on the, the drop people of do. Dime, they leave like right and away. they go and hook up that that night and it, it's like the craziest stuff happens the night after a challenge. Mm. And once the filming all ends, it's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah. It's well in sports psychology, one of the the things you have to work with athletes a lot is that when you spend your entire life or ten years or ten thousand hours or however long it, like completely invested in something, it's part of your identity, and then you stop like people transitioning out of their career is one of the hardest things for yeah. them. And there's all kinds of counselors for professional athletes uh-huh. that are now I done never thought with about their that. job. Yeah. And helping them transition into being a normal person. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like that for reality show people. There's no one that I think even has a level of expertise that would understand how to help you. And it's so, you know, it's so easy. Like, I watch reality television shows, too, and I just think, like, oh, my God, these idiots. Like, they know what they, they their fault they put themselves in these kind mm-hmm. of situations. But when you're in it, you don't realize what is happening right. to you. It's like being a child in an abusive reality is, or or it's like being trapped in an abusive relationship Mm. where they give you, especially when it's those shows that happen over and over and over, where it's like it may have been terrible, but then you think back and you're like, oh man, but it was so much fun. And then afterwards, we got to do this, we got to travel, and it was great. And then they call you on the phone and they're like, remember all these good times? Plus, we'll give you like just a little bit, you know, dangle the carrot in front of you. And and then you think, okay, where else am I going to get those adrenaline rushes? Yeah. And you say yes. It's like a drug. Yeah, it you, is a drug. Yeah. You find your ways, like, making excuses or justifying why it was fun, even yeah. though a lot of it wasn't. But it's impossible to have a real life. I mean, it's completely impossible. You can't. I mean, it's taken me 10 plus years to get through what should have taken me four years in school because you, you take going, breaks and yeah. what job is going to hire you. It's like you're, you're relapsing. Like, yeah, really? Yeah. It really is. And I had to finally be like, okay, I, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah. I re- I was like, okay, well, this sucks, mm-hmm. and it's almost a good thing what yeah. everything that happened because if I would have want we if I think if everything would have happened great, you would have gone. I, w- I might have gone back. Yeah. Well, let's jump into that. I mean, you had uh, so jumping way back okay this season was rivals three you were paired up with johnny bananas who you guys were previously rivals with and now i guess would say are currently rivals um in real life you just don't talk to each other (laughs) he's the world rival (laughs) um but the season really fucked me up and you saw i think because julian was really i was fucked up i was was the most touching i think more that you seeing that video that you did and watching Susie cry i think were the two things that that I felt like all of my feelings were justified. Mm. And I was like, good, I'm glad because I didn't feel like that from the people running the show. And I didn't yeah. feel like that from my cast members. Yeah. And I didn't feel like that from, you know. Yeah. I'm, and I can't imagine what you did feel like. Like, there's no way. No. Because if, if a person who's completely removed from everything, uh, especially a, an extra step removed, because when I watch the challenge, I don't invest. I'm like, it's surface level entertainment. And so for me to feel something like that strongly and really like, I couldn't stop thinking about it the next day. And I was like, what the fuck is the matter with me? This is a challenge. <laughs> but I, I couldn't oh, stop thinking about Julian it. Julian was fucked. Because, and you know the reason it like really, like really fucked with me? It was because, uh, you know, the whole season, you guys mending your friendship yeah. and this kind of really harmonious mm-hmm. teammate. It was pretty that you, it that was was beautiful. That was so real for me and and that's and i don't doubt that you know what i mean like i don't doubt that that was real because i could see you know 
But I don't him, think it was real for him. Yeah. Mm. That's the sad Yeah. But not to cut you off. No, no, no. And it, it, it was just, it was one of those things where I said to Jenna right before the decision happened, I was like, oh, there's no way. There's no way. Like, there's no way if a, if right. anyone even paid him money on the show to do that's it. That's what I thought. Right. I, I thought was like, there's no was, fucking way. Offering him money to make that decision he and also me. offering you money. He, and also, so you can say sea turtle if you can't talk about any of them. No. Yeah. He, I wish. I wish. Mm. I wish that that were the case. Because then maybe it would be understandable. Yes. Yeah. And if he would have given me like a wink, wink, mm. we're like, I'm going to. Yeah. No. Wow. Nothing. Yeah. And, and at the top of the mountain, he said, we were like not allowed to talk to each other because I didn't. I mean, I thought everything was fine. Blah, yeah. blah. And he said. They want it like that, though. He said, uh, he said, if I ever did that, they would burn me at the stake. He's like, I got so much heat after, you know, just saying the things I did to you after your decision, like, which, by the way, is not the same It's not thing. the same at all. It's not the same at all. Ugh. Okay. Really quick. Let's, yeah, can we explain? Let's, yeah. Can we explain what happens well, also, to people who didn't watch? I don't know. I feel like it. Whatever. Forget no, it. I, feel like it, I hear it. I mean, it sounds really so low. sad. Oh, um, keep talking. Girl, hey. No. That's better. Is it? No, it's not. It's Anyways. Not. But for those of you that haven't watched the show or maybe you're international and you don't watch it, um... Like a while ago, you threw him into a last elimination yes. sort of deal, but you still gave him the opportunity yes. to win that. And, and also, he was finals. not my partner; he was the Correct. opposite team. Correct. We were not on the same team. I was competing against him, and the goal of the game is to get my team across the finish line. Right. Fair game. Mm-hmm. That I'm all about playing fair. Like that's totally cool. Fair game. Like. Do what you got to do to get your team across the finish line. I don't care how you do it. But the idea of going against the person that you are a team with right. is insane to me. And it's completely I would, different. And I would it's completely never do separate. that. I would, I would never do that. Yeah. I just think like, it's a crime that people are even comparing the two things. Right. Um, like you're, you, the, the fact that he has justified it in his head, and it shows how... I mean, it, whatever he needs to say. I mean, yeah. to like, cause, but he will. He'll twist it and make it right. yeah. whatever he wants. But, so uh, no. he, there was some bad blood because Sarah Sarah had thrown him into an elimination in a, season, yeah. in a season previous. Yeah. And then this past season, uh, he, you guys came in first place and you were presented with the offer. What was it? $275,000. Yeah. And since they won and Johnny got more points during the final than Sarah did because they were also competing against each other within the competition, bizarre and twisted mm-hmm. uh johnny had the opportunity to either keep all of the money for himself or split it with sarah and he decided to keep it all for himself leaving sarah with nothing. yeah, yeah. Nothing. and throughout the challenge you guys were kept really busy you were kept kind of hungry you were kept uncomfortable so you didn't really have a chance to like have a dinner and sit down and be like hey let's connect like you did the whole season right, right. you had to kind of just throw <gasps> things at him like yeah. hey like we're gonna we're gonna split this right and he and he would be like don't think about that i know like that he never he kept accusing you of kept, being paranoid it was like a lot of ref- like i you know, I mentioned it in a period of like 36 hours. Yeah. I mentioned it three times. Yeah. Yeah. They showed that all seemed, And every time like you brought not it up. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. To me. Sounds in a, reasonable. In a competition me. where there's that much. <laughs> right. Like that was an okay number. Yeah. yeah, and he and he made it, every time you brought it up, he was like, "Why would you bring that up for the fiftieth time?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are we doing right now? Am I supposed to be thinking about something else? Yeah, <laughs> Is that I why we're on the show? I identified though with how you handled that because I was like. Like if I were in your shoes, I would have really tried to push myself delicate. to yeah to be very very fucking delicate, especially in Johnny. that situation. Yeah, it, it, like it's like you don't even want to think about that Ugh. outcome, but you have to have to. 
I knew that was as soon as they said I was like well I'm fucked this is how it's gonna end I couldn't believe it even when he said it I couldn't believe it I I, thought he was joking I know I I didn't know what I uh, oh but I really do think if I could do it all over again I would have let him win every one of those checkpoints really because I think you feel like you emasculated him uh I know it I know I did because he mentioned that about 10 times during the challenge and then when we did the zip lining oh I'm, I was down there way before him. And I'm, he's up there with the girls, dangling up there. No, Johnny Bananas. You think he's going to be okay with letting me kick his butt? And then when he did the puzzle upside down, and I came over there, and he thought it was, I was, how dare I? I know come he over. mentioned that. He <laughs> said that on I the show. He was like, w- w- brag, whatever he said, boastful or yeah. whatever for coming over and yeah. flipping my partner's puzzle the right way up when we're competing together to try to win two hundred seventy five thousand. You're out of your mind. Yeah. If you wow. twist it that, so you know what? Whatever. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. And, and obviously the important thing for you is it seems like you are completely kind of getting over it and you're, you're yeah. fine and it, it is what it is. Um, it doesn't change the fact that like it, it was the contrast for me. It was the great happy season watching you two hang out and do a great job and they're like I kept calling you guys the dream team and I was like you guys are the dream team like you can't like. fucking lose yeah. uh, and then for that to happen it was like really sour ending and I think that's kind of how it felt um, and then at at the reunion it, you, I mean you obviously were super frustrated and bitter and you kind of left with these feelings that you felt like you couldn't deal with because no one wanted to hear you um what was that like having oh. to go in there and it was the I I would have redone every single little bit of that. That was the worst. I went in there and said I'm not I'm not giving these people anymore. I'm not saying another word. I wanted I was like okay fine then pay me more money and then I'll talk. No, they were like no you got to do it. it's in your contract you got to go. Okay fine. Sit there say nothing. And it just felt like I was getting attacked from all sides. And it was like Johnny's camp. And then nobody else was standing up except Devin. And nobody else was saying anything. And then Wes says his thing. Bless Devin. Bless, Bless Devin. Devin. Yeah. Devin. For Thank real, God for, for Devin. I really yeah. enjoy Devin. He's the greatest. Yeah. He, grew, <laughs> he grew on me big time. In that uh, last you know what season, I yeah. worry about? I think he's too smart for I think they're not going to bring him back because they see him as somebody he's who gets it. it out. I, yeah. hum, I really that doesn't, do. That doesn't I think me. they saw, I really do. I would, I would say that they may go, no, he's not a sheep. Fuck. I know. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah, so we'll see. I've We need more egos. We need less brains. Right, right. Yeah. That's really yeah. what I think that is happening, and I think he would agree. Wow. But uh so yeah, so I felt like n- I was totally alone up there and it was just slit and and then Johnny getting up there and twisting it into like, well, you're the one who said all's fair and love weren't challenge like you said what I said and I because when we were that is not what he said when we were on the mountain when we were on the mountain what he said to me was and he gave a big old speech like he'd been preparing this for the past two days yeah and he said to me and to tj and to everything like to save face he said well sarah you know i just look at the life that you have and you know i see you're in grad school and you know you're married and all this stuff and i just really want that kind of life for myself and i really think it's time for me to hang up my hat and i i think this money would really help me do that bull Shit, he's gonna be on the next one. Yeah. Of course he is, because yeah. he—that's his own. The only it was, thing it was, it was his yeah. own justification. So he, it was, yes, it was his own. And then, then he came home and needed like a new one. Yeah. And what I think is not fair is that that's fine and great, but don't the fact that he gave me such a hard time is what I what makes me angry. Mm. Because if you're gonna be like he called me Judas, he 
said all this shit on like Judas. Yeah, Judas. And I go, what do you mean? What do you Who mean? says that? He's he, in the intro, in the, Who on the chat. He was like all over the internet, like, yeah, oh. Judas. And every time I walked in the room, he would all get right. people to say horrible things about me and throw things at me. It was like ridiculous. And then he turns around, he does the exact same thing. And I'm not, you know, I, I it just is so backwards to me how yeah. it's fine for him. The behavior is excusable. And I, if I were a man, I don't think he would have done that. I don't think you're wrong there. I, I just think that it's interesting when he says that about your life, that he wants that for himself. Yeah. Instead of going out and going to graduate school and paying for it and, <laughs> and getting jobs and, you know, earning Working your own your relationship. Yeah, and or, like, you know. That makes me crazy when yeah. people are like, oh, I love your fucking relationship. I wish I had one. It's like, it's yeah, not something work that you wish every for. Day. Every day. You, and you also, work you know how it. I'm like this happy and how I have this right life because I don't make selfish decisions exactly. that throw people under the bus yeah. and do things like that. I try exactly. to help other people. And John Johnny wants all of the the benefits of your hard work or Mm -hmm. or your you're working on your education and your relationship and your life and winning a bunch of money is not going to do that for you. And he is the perfect example of someone who does not know how to or doesn't want to transition out of being a reality personality because he doesn't that would, you know, make him have to reflect and internalize and decide who I want to be and what I want to do with my life and actually do that. It's easier for him to stay in the reality world Uh and let people, you know, just Uh let him do his thing. Yeah. And he's sad because he wants to be a person. But yeah, I'm not sure yeah. He knows how. I, I I really do. There's I don't know, Johnny. Is, so there is sadness like that I have yeah. for him. Yeah, because it really there's is, a good person in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just know people like I don't. I've had the privilege of learning a lot in school about this kind of stuff, and I think that the only time Johnny will find peace with that is if he ends up talking to a therapist or something like that and it'll be going in for depression or anxiety because he'll never go in for you know but I mean who knows maybe he's fine maybe he rests his head on his pillow at night maybe everything's great and he audibly says the word scoff and I don't want to make any assumptions about him yeah yeah Sure. Yeah, I mean it does, and you know that, and you're carrying on with your life because you know that right. will do new, you no good. You need yeah. to keep working on yourself, like yes. every other person in the entire world has to every day. But it does sort of seem like you know, in the moment, he can make it. He can make any decision that he wants. And yeah. Say, you know, I, this is what I've done with my life, and I need to take this money. Yeah. Because it's been a lot of years for him as well. Yeah. But he's I, he's not gonna go and do something with that money. And you know what I thought was silly is afterwards, like Susie and I, I we. Know. Really tried to like, hey, like let's do stuff. Let's really like make the most out of this. You know, come on our show. We can like tease things. Right. We can let's not let other people make all the money. We let's make let's do it for yeah, us. Right. Like you, you, you know, you start your own thing. Do more than just like make some banana shirts. Like take advantage of it. And he was like too proud to. Mm. He didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, and didn't see that. I'm fine. I was going to be cool with letting everything go. Like I can understand that's television. Right. And then after everything came out with the reunion and all that stuff, I was like, holy shit, this is like real life everything for him. Yeah. Okay. I I'm in too deep. I got to just right. check out because you have a life to go to yeah. when you get home. And then for some people or cast members of a lot of reality television yeah. shows, this is their I, life. It's yeah. really crazy. And you to see me. them stirring it up yeah. and trying to perpetuate yeah. it and drag it out yeah. because I don't think that they want to sit with their actual life. Mm-hmm. Which and there was I I'm, I don't want to say their names but there were a group of girls at, at the bar where i met you 
that came over to my house afterwards. They were on a reality show years ago, and they were worried that it wasn't going to get picked up for another season. And they were all freaking out. And one of them was like, don't worry. Like, I heard such and such network is going to pick it up. We're going to have jobs. Don't worry. And it didn't get picked up. And I just remember sitting there being like, you guys have already won half the battle. Right. You're smart. You're entertaining. You're interesting. People like you. So uh, the, the logical thing to do with that isn't to wait for someone to give you a job. Right. Go make your own job. Use what yeah. you have now. Yeah. yeah. Which and is, you've I'm, done that. You've you done a that. podcast. You, you have a yeah. life. You have things to yeah. do. And yeah. you, you, I don't more, think that maybe someone who's that you know heartless or cutthroat in these television shows. I think that is their plan. They don't have a plan for their life after that. You separate church and state. Really oh yeah. Well. Like you yeah. keep your challenge life and then you keep your life. Well, you know, it's 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 such a a strange thing because I come home and you know my husband's a little bit older than me. He's like eight years older than me, and he, he was a fan of the challenge. Me. There you go. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Um, but he, he was a fan of the challenge in the beginning, but he isn't like, he doesn't want to talk about it. it. He says that it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, like he's seen the man behind the curtain, and now it's like not as entertaining or as exciting. Yeah, he knows how the sausage <laughs> yeah, is made. He, he, knows, it. he knows too yeah, much, so yeah, it's yeah, like not fun for him. Yeah. So he doesn't really want to talk about it ever. Yeah. But then I'm out on the street or we're at restaurants and people come up and they want to talk about it. So it's like this weird thing where I'm allowed to talk. I'm not allowed to talk about it at home. Or with, and yeah. my friends like are like, we don't, I don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. They're like, yeah. you're Sarah, who was like the nanny yeah. for my kids. And that, and we're going to go drink some beers. And like yeah. that, not Sarah from the challenge. And so it's so separated. But then when I'm out in public... They're reminded when somebody's like, can I take a picture with you? And then I have one friend who's like, why the hell does somebody? Oh, right. (laughs) It's like, why the fuck do they want to take a picture with you? Oh, because you're on that thing. And so it's just a weird, different world. And I definitely have not, you know, I've made a few really close friends from the show, but it's not all consuming to me, so yeah. it's, easy to it's, it's kinda... like if if your job is what you do for a living, there are people that have a problem because that's their identity, yeah. and then there's people who just have a job. You know, it doesn't I define be, you. The and show I'm cool. is yeah. like let people be on the show. Like right. let people. I don't want to like people. I don't know. Like for maybe some reality out star out there. It's like meh. Why don't you like me? And I'm cool. Whatever. Right. I, like I'm not saying everybody is like this, but I don't know. Most of them are. but that's on purpose it's not the people's fault maybe it's it's in casting they're looking for these people absolutely and I say this too is like I it took me a long time to get it Mm. it took me a long time because they make you feel like you're the balls in your court they make you feel like you're the star and you're the big deal and you're everything but you're so easily replaceable Mm -hmm. you don't say yes to that phone call great there's like a hundred other people who will say yes so it's getting it. And once I got it, once I was like, oh, my God, they're saying they're absolutely TJ's use, was told to use those exact words because there's a there's a reason behind everything. And I saw the bigger picture and I should have like up on the top of that mountain. If I would have it's it's impossible to see the big picture when you're in it, when yeah. you're so deep, like when I was and don't think that's not intentional. Right. We're exhausted. We have no food like the food is Min- very, I mean, you have to like beg for uh, a soda. Like, yeah, they strip you down so yes. you're not able yes. to really think for yourself or you make some no. sort of. And you don't, and you, yeah. you, yes, it like takes up all your mental bandwidth. Yeah. So there's like none right. left over to make any sort of like, 
don't not know. Cerebral, like we, yeah, yeah, we had John Cochran on the podcast from Survivor. From Survivor, Ooh, yeah. Oh, he's there you go. You know, Same kind of, of thing. A lot of similar things, and yeah. that you, the way that it's going on in your head is that you know you're going to make this big thing, or all this stuff is happening in uh-huh. your mind, in, and then reality, it, when you watch the like show, so it's like you're you're in this part of this yeah. much of the episode, and That's then it. that wasn't the actual storyline yeah. that was going on that they're portraying yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you're hungry and alone, and you don't know what to do, so you think everything's about you. Yes, but it's not. And then they go, and then you go in interviews, and they ask you all those things. You're like, oh, surely this is all that matters. And you're just so deep in it. And I wish I would have been able to step back for a second, realize what was going on, and then right before hitting that finish line, sat down and said, nope, I'm not going any farther. Unless unless you promise. But I didn't get it because I was too deep in it. Sarah, 2020 is hindsight. And it's always, yeah, I mean. It kills me. It kills me, and I wasn't oh, even there. So, the, just the, remember how you say in that video that you were like stewing on it, and like it did, I stew yeah. on the like regret is like the, I say this on my podcast all the time that regret is like the and shame are like the worst feelings. Yeah. You can't get rid of them. Yeah, that regret for not being smarter when there was no way for me to be smarter no, I mean like it no. was just in the moment no. it just oh, eats at me you're way too All hungry to be any smarter than you were, were, were or in a situation like, where ooh. it was like you were so like in a bubble and he made me feel so excited when we run across the finish line uh, he was like tearing up and I, I was know, tearing up he made me feel so oh, happy he was like giving me I'm hugs and kissing right me now. I'm getting Julian's triggered triggered <laughs> So, oh my god! Oh, it really makes me feel good though when I, you know, have people to because I don't really get to vent about this yeah, very often. No, and and I'm Susie's excited like, oh, you... I've heard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. sure she's. Yeah, um, we're gonna take a very short break uh, so we can talk about the tracker. We'll be right back. Well, I don't know what happened, but I am all alone now. Everyone is gone. But it's just for a second, guys. I just want to tell you quickly about our sponsor this week, Tracker, guys. This tiny coin-sized device right here. This little thing which makes a noise and uh, has actually our face on it. I don't know if you can see, probably can't because it's tiny. That's how tiny it is. This makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a tiny device, this right here, that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds. You just pair a tracker to your smartphone. There's an app for it, really intuitive, really easy to use, and it can find its precise location in just the tap of a button. It's pretty incredible. I've put this thing on my drone, on my boosted board, in my camera bag, in my laptop bag, in our luggage when we travel. Like anything that you are afraid of losing, you can throw a tiny little tracker in and you will have to worry no more. If you lose your phone, just press the button on tracker and your phone rings, even when your phone is on silent. With over 1.5 million devices, tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world, so your lost item shows up on a map, even if it's miles away from you. Never lose anything again with tracker, guys. Right now, you can get 30% off your entire order when you go to thetracker.com. That's T-H-E tracker.com and enter promo code Jenna Julian. You'll get 30% off your whole order. And I, I really encourage you guys to try this because it, nothing is worse than losing something you care about, whether it's, you know, something small like your keys, um, or if it's something more important, like a camera of yours that you've saved up for and now you don't ever want to lose, you can have the peace of mind with tracker. I very much encourage you to try it guys right now thetracker.com promo code Jenna Julian you will get 30% off your entire order and uh, you will not be disappointed and it makes a cool little noise too alright <laughs> 
Thank you for listening. Back to the podcast with our awesome guest, Sarah. Okay. All right. And we're back, guys. We're back. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the sponsor. Thanks for listening to me alone and the podcast when I'm talking about the sponsor. Um, anyway, I wanted to quickly talk about your podcast. It's the Brain Candy Podcast. I, I told you I listened to an episode uh, the other day, and it's really good. And thanks. it's super cool. I love how you guys you guys, uh, you guys have a good back and forth. That's like one of the biggest things for podcasts, I feel like, is if you're listening to a conversation that you feel like, all right, this is a good conversation. They clearly have some chemistry. Um, you're you almost at a hundred, or you passed? You're almost. At we are at episode seventy three. Oh yeah, that's a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. That's a big deal. You guys, yeah. if you want to check out our pod, podcast, it's Brain Candy Pod on yes. Twitter and thebraincandypodcast.com. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, check we it have out. super really fun stuff. stuff. We have book club. One of I think one of the things I I'm most proud that. about your book club. We have a monthly book club that you can join, and it's not just like hey, we hang out and read some books. We have uh, like live streams and stuff like that with the actual authors of the book that oh, we're shit. reading. What? So we're reading these super awesome books we read. So did you see on the challenge the um, the up all night challenge that we won? Uh, yeah, we that just, was where you memorized things that were going on all night long, and you had to stand on the boxes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we smoked that challenge, yeah. and I won it because I used a trick that I read in this book called Moonwalking with Einstein that was all Shut about up. remembering things. And so that was our first book club book we did, and we had one of the characters from the book come on and like talk about his experience in the book. So this is like a super awesome book club, and people should totally turn literal, uh, literal brain candy, literal brain candy. And so that's what we try to do: is like laughter and learning, and yeah. like try to make it fun because there's like a bunch of cool stuff that we read and we like to curate awesomeness for people to like talk about and That's everybody dumb. leaves yeah. going oh I have some cool stuff to tell my friends about yeah I mean, my husband's done listening uh, to me no <laughs> <laughs> No, podcasts are dope, and I love uh, I love when you you know segments like that are you know created on podcasts. Are, it's a lot of fun like that, and I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to. I don't know about you guys, I'm never sh- you know I can never have too many podcasts. Well, I just started listening to this one, and I love it. But here's Ooh, what I most it gets weird. It gets I love weird. that's why I love it. But yeah. here's what I'm most upset about is what? that I came one week too late. Why? Because last week was tipsy and games, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" It's in your wheelhouse. Oh my god! I mean, that's, I don't know you personally, but I know everything. you from television, and I know that you like your games <laughs> and your tangrams. And to hang I was and yelling and at, my, at my at my yeah. radio on Trivia. the way here when you guys were playing Obama Llama. Oh. oh my god! Oh my gosh! I was yelling, and I was like, "He's the worst." I'm um, the worst, but also wait, the best, but also the yeah, worst. Yeah, wait so, till you, you hear know. the the uh, celebrity trivia ones. Have you listened to those? No, I have got there yet. That's, I mean, that's okay. bad. That's you are bad. not good at not good. that at all. You and my mom should have a horrible at celebrity trivia off because we you should. are terrible. We should. You know, we recorded that he podcast. Julia Roberts and uh, Sandra Bullock are the same. No. You can't tell them apart. And Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. They're all the same. <laughs> so they're all, Sarah, they're all the same. Don't come on our podcast and tell me they are not the same. I think Sandra Bullock and I would be besties in real life. Really? I, yeah, my husband's like, Which that's what that? doctors say. <laughs> That's what she says. Which one is she? She also lived right close to me, so also what soccer say. But I really do think we would be friends in real life if she's out there, Sandy. I'm a girl gal. Yeah, I think she actually does listen to our podcast. So make sure you make sure you find her on Twitter. And yeah, figure that out. No, for real. Uh, the drunk podcast. I woke up the next day actually two days after when it uploaded and I started to see comments because I didn't have time to watch the whole thing I started to see comments of like quotes that I was saying I was like I don't remember any of this I literally <laughs> so don't remember these things that I'm saying but anyway, yeah. I love it so well yeah. done guys that's how our podcast Thanks. started 
oh, we, I love we would that. get drunk and do live streams yeah. on Ustream, and it's a great idea. People were like, "I'm not up at three thirty in the morning yeah. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. um, is there any way you could record these and upload them so we yeah. can watch them not at that time?" Right? Yeah, we should make that. No. Oh, so funny. So, well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, so you have the podcast going. You're in grad school. Yes, and. Uh, I want. I think it's really interesting. Like the the idea of having a practice. I want to just jump back. Oh, to yeah, that really yeah. Quick. Let's. Uh, I love chatting spec- about that. That specifies in like you know reality yes. TV people. Um, and I don't even think you would need to really. Once you had your practice, I don't think you need to do anything besides like network a little bit. You know uh, what yeah, I mean? Like barely. you network a little bit. People and are dying base. for this. Yeah. I and, mean, I have talked to former cast members, like recent former cast members from the challenge. All of them. I'm like, please, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah. They go talk to somebody else and they get diagnosed with PTSD. Yeah. That diagnosis is flying around people who have been in reality, reality wow. television situations. And that, I just, I would like want to put out like a call to action for production companies yeah. who need to give. I really do think that like, it, it sounds like such a trivial fight or plight or whatever when there are so many other things that are going on and that, you know, I originally went on reality television because I'm an advocate for sexual abuse victims and I work with nonprofit organizations and spoke out on that for a long time and still am very active in working with that. And um, that there was so much trauma involved that it was almost too heavy for me mm. and too close to me. So I had to step back and say, OK, well, what other group do I feel like needs servicing and needs needs help that isn't getting reached and i i saw so many of my friend people that i cared about who were suffering afterwards i said this is a strange group that has put a lot out there and sacrificed a lot that aren't getting i don't know they're kind of falling through the cracks or just kind of get tossed to the side it feels like being it feels very victimizing when you get used for television you know i i like camilla camilla lost her grandmother on this season and didn't go home and didn't go home and and then her exit was not pleasant Mm -mm. and i said i was like did you get grief counseling after that did anybody offer you anything like that like any sort of so like and i watched it i even journaled about it and i was like she's going through the stages of grief right now i can tell you exactly what that that's a that's step three that you're seeing you know on tv on television and and i just like so many people put it out there and they don't they're just being themselves and being honest and they don't see the whole like machine working behind them and then they just get like like an old used rag like on to the next season who's going to give us more i I saw an interview with one of the contestants of i think it was olivia the biggest loser Mm -hmm. and i mean that Mm. losing all Mm -hmm. that weight and all that like there's a lot of studies on them yeah Yeah. and then i they say that they offer them some services and most of them gain it back and they sit with all of that difficultness of Mm -hmm. everything everything there's there's all all seasons of those people that need help. I all think there's a responsibility. Yeah. There's an entire world out there. Really, and it, who, it, it it's different for different types of reality shows, but it's but all there's the an same underlying thing. thread. It's yeah. that that feeling of like I just got used for yeah. my personality, and now I, I don't know what to do with my life. Because yeah. even if we said yes to doing it, people are people. Like, right. and yeah. I look at what ha- like the oh my gosh, what's her name? Like Honey Boo Boo. Even I look at that family, and I'm just like, there is trauma under the we are we are are marketing and and capitalizing on psychosis right. and on pro, real 
problems yeah. and, and not the providing any kind of follow up. The audience yeah. gets to watch it. This person, that's their life. And uh, there's nothing there for them to get help. Right. You know, everybody you knows that. that we're like laughing at fucking yes. honey boo boo. Yeah. And then we know that they have problems. And then when we see them in tabloids and wherever, we're like, oh, look at that fucking person being an idiot. Mm-hmm. But no one's there to actually help them. And I think it also the, Dr. Drew wrote, wrote a great book he's about this. Dope. Oh, he's he so dope. Dope. And he, this book, I think it's called something about like the mirror or something, but whatever. It's a, it's a really great book about what happens when we see as regular people see this narcissistic personality exploited on television. It makes, he said in his own practice, he started to see the people as a whole change because their role models changed. How people, what they, how people in, you know, Midwest, wherever see people reacting to trauma to bad situations people think oh well that's like a normal way to react so i'm going to react like everything's heightened everything's more drama there's no so nothing is solution focused nothing so it's like these it's changing it really is changing the fabric of how we are and 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 nobody's talking and it's really scary because people and hiding it under with the name reality Mm -hmm. television is a dangerous thing to do because it is not reality. It is. It's not. It's completely curated and yes. crafted. But I mean, there's no, I, I don't think that there's a problem in and of itself of having other people be your entertainment. Or no, like, no, not at you all. Know, having reality shows be this. But like, you do need to offer these services to yeah. people so that they, although it's entertainment or just another thing for MTV or a network or whatever, you're replaceable. Yeah. They don't care. Like, you do have to treat people like people if you're going to exploit them in that manner. Offer some yeah. fucking counseling service. And we're not talking about like thousands of dollars. I right. mean, like I'm, a, I would charge like sixty five dollars an hour for. Mm-hmm. A, that's what like an, an right. entry level therapist charges. Five sessions of that, you may be spending what three hundred bucks but on I mean, these people who yeah. ju- you just made millions off of. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. The, yeah, it, yes, and and like if you think about it, it's it's a very small price if you're like if you're production companies you're it's a very small price you're paying to maybe have a counselor on set yeah that's what that i said covers your fucking no ass shit. in case some shit happens absolutely you're like, that's why a small that? thing you got to check off your list you know even if your intentions are just to not get your get your ass yes. sued like you're still doing something that could potentially help prevent something horrible oh yeah at any given oh, time i've offered so yeah i mean we'll i'm sure you watch do you watch the show unreal you know, I caught one episode once, I'm and so it's sure almost yeah, you, like you should watch too that. real. It's too close. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I have a friend who works as a lobbyist in uh, Washington D.C., and she said she can't watch the show Veep because, as funny as it is, it's like too, too close to what she really does. I can't it's watch Unreal because I'm like, oh, that is that's. that's it. And I think you said it in one of your episodes where you said like it's a, a caricature. It's a caricature. Of, yeah. I don't think it's that big of a caricature. I mean, a little bit, but not much. Mm. It's crazy. At least the episode all we I can saw. Do, all we can do is just you know right. speculate. Like you were there, you <laughs> might. Like, sometimes I just worse. Like, I have such a hard uh, like I can't do anything in television for me personally because it's hard for me to give up control of having someone else being able to edit me oh, or and it's, you know absolutely. decide what to show. That makes me fucking crazy. Right. Should if it's fucking insane to me. That's yeah, yeah. Does it not so fucking make than, you crazy yes. sometimes? Where you're like, I, that's not what I said. I didn't say it like that. I didn't say it then. And my hair's curly in that scene and straight in that scene. <laughs> the so continuity what happened there? is ridiculous yeah. here. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah. Like, doesn't that fucking make you crazy? Yeah. You yeah. You get you just get used to it, and that's like you almost always. Thank God. I feel like I've. I mean, I've gotten a true edit to how I really am, but I've been lucky because 
who I, I mean, I haven't seen anything that was too terrible. Too yeah, terrible. They I mean, get to choose what they put out. It's nightmarish thinking about like if you were on a show like 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 that. You know, I watched the challenge and I'm like, I think to myself like, what it would be like if I was on the challenge and like. I, you know, obviously know what kind of person I am. I know I'm not a bad person, but if I made like one tiny mistake yeah. and how badly it could be portrayed mm-hmm. and then suddenly America thinks that I am that person, yeah. like that's a nightmare. Nightmare. And that's, that happens all the time. All the time. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrifying. And so, you know, like what Jenna was saying, one of the things that, you know, we love most about living on the internet is we fucking sit down and edit ourselves. Yeah. And, and anytime we don't, we're, we cover, you know, we're make sure my voice there's is no, free, boy. Yeah. My voice like is I'll free. be with, I'll be with a group of people and they'll all be vlogging, you know, and I'm nervous the next day. I'm like, Oh, they edited a vlog that I was uh-huh. in and I didn't get to edit it. And <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, that is makes even me though nervous. you did nothing. Even yes, I did nothing. Right. You know what I mean? You're I have like, nothing to worry about. What is it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and then there's think about. you, you know, what when somebody puts a camera in front of your face, like most of the time you're really aware of a camera being in front of your face. There's this weird line that gets blurred where now I'm not quite sure what I've said on camera, what I've not said on it. So you, yeah. you just have to make everything you and say. They have cameras in the corner. Everything, everything. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I mean, that happens with sometimes on my podcast where I'm like, did we talk about this in real life or did we yeah. talk about this? Was it a dream? Did was it a dream? Did I dream that or did we talk about that? that We've had all that the on time. podcast. I wake yes. up, I'm like, wait, was that a dream or did yeah. we actually say yeah. that on the podcast? Yeah. Same so, thing. So you think that you're not going to ever go back? No, I don't think I'll go back on. I definitely won't go back on the challenge mm-hmm. and again. And um, if, you know, I always said, like, if they offered me something, you know, hilarious, like the bartender position at one of the houses where I can just be their, like, on-site counselor and bartender, I would say yes to that. But it would put me in control. It would get, I'm not letting somebody else move the parts anymore. And, um, you know, I hope that I don't have to really do it. And I can kind of do it where I run the show now and, you know, with our podcast and with our online videos and we got some like, YouTube channel up and we do fun things. We go on little road trips. And yeah, so I just subscribed actually today. Ah, great. Well, we um, did Tradesies because I subscribed to yours. So, oh, yeah. hell yeah. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Tradesies. Uh, well, you know, it, hell you. It, it's one of those things where you, with the position you're in right now, you just kind of have to take what, what's good about what happens. Yes. Uh, about all 10 seasons on reality TV, right? 10, yeah. including the, yeah. the real, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And crazy. You, have to, like, you have this amazing, awesome podcast and you have you have your this life experience that has shaped you into who you are and like it, it there were a lot of negatives but there were probably also oh, a lot so of many really positives. Great positives so many yeah i mean I, I had this list uh prepared it's funny i had this list prepared of questions Tell i wanted to ask you, you. List. <laughs> uh, of questions i want to ask you like this is before i listen to your podcast yeah. so i wrote this list i'm like oh what was your favorite location what was the favorite activity like what was it like all this and, and then i heard the podcast about you, you're like oh fuck that i'm never going back i'm like oh, i'm gonna erase this list real quick no but i I, I don't want people to think that I didn't absolutely love yeah. that. You know, I am very, very, very grateful for what I got yeah. on there. And I would not be where I am today and have the mindset and attitude that I have today if I didn't meet such colorful people who have just taught me so much about human nature and about how we react when we're pushed to our worst and pushed to an edge and to our limits and i think that was probably i mean i went in and i went into my grad school like interview and talked about that and what that taught me and how that taught me about how people react in certain situations and i think it's been something that is going to be very helpful in my career in the future and so i'm very grateful and they took me to wonderful places and everything like that you know it just uh you know, you just have to be like, I'm just aware yeah, of, of there's the good and the bad. There's the good and the bad. Yeah. But I'm just just because 
bad things happened. And, you know, just because there are some things that I feel like they need to change or that aren't right doesn't mean that there aren't some other things that are wonderful and fantastic and, you know. Definitely. Like anything. Yeah. Would but, you? Will you watch future seasons of the challenge? No. Ooh. But here's why: I've never watched a season that I wasn't on, and there's only been one show that I what? miss because I have terrible FOMO. Oh! So I you'll have, watch a season and you'll be like, "Damn, that yeah. looks so fun!" I, I miss like, all those I guys. Freaking killed that yeah. when they did the final in Bloodline or not Bloodlines, uh, a free agent. So I guess I missed two when they did the free agent final. I was like. That is my weekend. I am so upset that they did everything yeah. that I just did, like, at my brother's yeah. house last weekend. I was so angry. So I can't. There's this, like, serious FOMO. I can't do it. I'm not going to lie. Watching Ugh. that show, I kind of feel Why do you think sometimes. I even started on the yeah. show? Because yeah. I was watching it when I was a kid, and I was like, well, I have to do that. Yeah. I went on The Real World. I, who gives a fuck about The Real World? How I just want to be on the channel. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen like every season up until like recently. Yeah, I watched the newer ones. Who cares? Yeah, but uh, no, not who cares about it's, you no, watching. It. Who cares true. about the new ones? Because they're boring I think, now. I they're honestly terrible. think that a lot of yeah, the, I don't watch it. The, I was like, internet ugh, culture we like has killed yes. a lot of what the yeah. real world represented yeah. because it was we a can big that. deal back in yes. the day. It like watching all those deal. seasons, yeah. it like really shaped a lot of people into who they are. Honestly, but you saw normal life right and we love that yeah and now you see this whole like we'll bring in your exes and right. now it's going to bring up skeleton it's from so dinner fake. that's fucking with people right i do not think it's okay to reintroduce somebody to like a long lost twin for television right no it's no yeah we've talked about that before that's on, so on the not okay for me orchestrated drama and stuff where people are trying to entertain you and one-up you and get these Ugh, sound bites not and good whatever but yeah. when in reality the reason why people are so drawn to the internet is because we find other people yeah. genuinely interesting just enough regular just, people just, yeah. i want to watch you grocery yeah. shop yeah i want to watch you organize your shoe drawer I, like i <laughs> yeah. genuinely enjoy this yeah, yeah. like uh, it's so refreshing on the internet and even parts of the internet are getting too orchestrated now yeah. at this mm-hmm, point mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it, it like people find other people genuinely interesting yeah and fuck off with all this shit yeah you're watching <laughs> i don't need to watch the real world jumping out of a plane right like, I I either. Just, just be I just people and just hang out and be cool out. yeah and i never i like you got me into the challenge but i never watched the real world ever and then the other day oh, it was on it. and there was the this world. there was this fight uh mm-hmm. between these two girls one girl was clearly just racist and the other girl was black and it was yeah. like what the f-? like they planted this girl in here yeah, of they course. caused and i'm like this is ridiculous this is like yeah, I, I don't need to i, I don't, don't need this. this like if i want you know what i mean like if i want to just making me feel sad and bad and weird yeah like, you guys mm-hmm. did this and then the girl purpose. starts crying and you're like wow like what do, what do these producers feel like mm-hmm. right now like after having they know they just caused all this yeah. to happen and whatnot but yeah I mean, oh i think we're so detached i think they see us as like i really do that i think uh, uh, here's the analogy i use because i won't i won't even mention who we're talking about but um to save my own butt uh what is it sea turtle sea turtle, sea turtle. Yeah. Sea turtle. um <laughs> but i have a brother who is american sign language yes, sign yes sea turtle. i love that yes. that's awkward turtle right <laughs> yeah. um so I have a brother who is a firefighter and EMT, and he, I always tell him, like, how do you pick people up, uh, bodies off the side of the road and do the things that you have to do? I see a cut finger and I'm going to pass out. Like, right. how do you do it? And he says, they're not people anymore. They just become part of your job and I, they don't have a story behind them. There's no family. It's just this is a body. There's They're not people. It might as well be a dummy. And I really think that that applies to my situation as well and how I I think that we are not you there's no way after 26 20 something then you add on the real world we're talking over 50 seasons and 50 different 
groups coming through that each one of those that you no 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 no. It's like a small business caring about their customers versus a big business. Who's going to care more about and see the immediate effects of what they do in their customers? This is why you need to watch Unreal because I I think that you're right because it was a a old producer of The Bachelorette that or Bachelor that then went on to executive produce or something uh, produce on the show Unreal. So a lot of it is Mm -hmm. um, I imagine relatively close to home in terms of what it actually is. But you you do you see these characters go through the emotions of like I could be a human being right now or I can completely detach and do my job mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I don't think that you're wrong I think yeah. that it has to be the only way that you can cope with some of this stuff and be okay be, and be a producer who's yeah. able to be yeah 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 you yeah. know but you have to yeah that's terrifying <laughs> terrifying it really <laughs> it's is it's fucking scary it's so and then these yeah. are the people that's who are just terrifying. like puppet masters yeah. in the background just like you you know and I got it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Was your experience on the real world any better? Or yeah, different? you know what it was because there was zero. That was a true uh, my season Brooklyn. Right. at least. Brooklyn yeah. was a true documentary, right. and it was done. The only thing that I am still questioning to this day, they told me they didn't do it, but I am estranged. I have not had a relationship with my father, who was my sexual abuser ever. And he called the real world house and he, I didn't give him the number. My mom didn't give him the number. So you think they orchestrated something? They told me that they didn't, but I don't believe that now. Mm. Wow. Because of what I've seen so far. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. How many years ago was the, that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. So I was very different. I was like, I was a human doormat when I was like younger, like just yes, yes. Anything you want to do, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That challenge did give me a backbone, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's true, huh? Yeah. Thank you kind of have to fight you for yourself out it. there. You have to so, fight for your life. Sink or swim. So. Yeah. I mean, if they did that, that's that's fucking yeah, sick. That's I mean, he called, and the, the strangest thing of it all is that you can find every episode of the real world of our season up on Netflix and everything except that episode. Shut up. So my mom's like screaming conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. My mom. So there's literally a gap. It goes from yes. eight to ten or something. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, it's episode six. It just like skips it. No. On every single outlet for it. <gasps> on MTV.com. Epis- oh my god. So my mom is like, why did they take that down? So, I want that up right now. And I, my mom's like, you need to call them. I was like, and to what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get on Guys, the phone Netflix. Guys, it's me. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Remember how I was Netflix, in that Netflix, this is dog. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to go down. <laughs> I was like, Mom, yeah. pull your jets. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. That's crazy, though. So when, when that happened, when that went down, it was the season was happening, and they did they, like, have you in for a confessional to react to it? And, like, it was a whole thing? He or? called on the phone, and I wasn't there, and my roommate took a message, and, uh... Oh, it's so creepy. They played like creepy music over it. And he was like, tell her it's a friend. And it was just like, it was so creepy. And um, then uh, he called back the next day and I was there and I, he was just trying to tell me to, you know, that everything I saying is made up and that's not true. And basically just like, thanks for calling. Yeah. I'm like, all right, quick. I mean, it's all weird, but you know, so that, that that makes, that made me. I watched your season. I don't remember that. Fuck. Man. That's crazy. Did they, they aired it though? Yeah, wow. they aired that. They aired me, and I, and then I just ball. I start bawling, and you know, call my mom, and I'm like, Mom, guess who just called? And you know, she couldn't believe it. We couldn't. Nobody could believe it because how to get? I this was like the one place I felt safe. I was like getting harassed by him for mm-hmm. a couple of years, and I felt safe 
there because I was like away from everybody. And then I'm like, how did he get that number? Yeah, I mean, you'd think like in a house like that, that's that is the only place. And I mean, they called everybody before. They knew every. They called exes of mine that I. They call. They know everything about you before you go. They know more about you than you know about yourself. Mm. So I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm just. This is the information. Choose conspiracy. to think about it. What, well, if you want to come back, we like to do conspiracy theory podcasts. Oh, I so. love that. All the way in it. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, your experience with the real world was better or yes. different. Well, because it's not like game showy. There's no. nothing to win. There's no competing. And or, I just felt like I really learned a lot about people who I would never know about. I had the joy of um, living with somebody who was transgendered at a, right before that subject really became a yeah. big talking point for, yeah. in so many different areas and, like ahead of the and curve. Yeah. yeah and i felt like um you know i i i hope that my reaction which was like so what big deal that's great wonderful yeah. be who you are it was a good example to be you know like that it wasn't a big deal and it wasn't for everybody in our house it wasn't a big deal right. so i really hope that you know we were nominated for a glad award for that show because i really would like to think that you know we made it not we we didn't do that we did we very little you know but given the opportunity that we had we did the right thing where i think if it were different people then it could have been a different message that they were sending so i really do love the message that we sent of of acceptance and understanding and all that um 10 years ago 10 years ago before before all that happened i mean caitlin what, not Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn right, from my season, season was like the first out transgender person on television, and I take mad props to her. Really, I, I really that, do think so. Wow, best I mean, to my, best yeah. to my knowledge, and I mean it, it was so great for them to do that, and wonderful for yeah. them to talk about that in a house with a Mormon kid who was totally okay. Like you know, he may have had his own beliefs, but he was a good example of what somebody with different ideas should be like and yes and it was beautiful that was wonderful right you know so that i loved but that uh, that was the real world i i know you didn't watch it but like it was helping you know the teenage and young 20s early 20s demographic see these real life situations play out like on their television and how what happens if you handle it this way or what happens when you handle it it's just watching other people live their lives and it's really interesting Mm -hmm. and then the challenge is like taking all of those (laughs) castmates on steroids and just fucking with them you know that's what it feels like it's sick you're like wait i want i want to go back to kumbaya where we learned about each other and you know but i i can't say no to that i couldn't say i couldn't say no for a long time to those challenges well they do look fun they are so the actual challenges themselves are what so far i would pay to do that but there's no place on the planet where you can pay money to do that stuff and if you could it would cost you so much money and insurance and all that stuff and people like where do you get to jump the closest, out of the plane? The closest thing that. to anything I've seen in the challenge was last weekend. My friend Instagram videoed oh of God. him going to like a soccer <laughs> place where you put yourself in a giant ball. <gasps> that and sounds amazing. Run into each other. Yes, that's, that's the it. closest that's real it. life experience to the challenge. So that now I find. you can like every two days find something equally as awesome to yeah. keep you that excited. Yeah. For no, two I mean, months, com- yeah, competitively, like, yeah, that sounds like I would love to do everything on the challenge, but and money. Also, yeah, remember yeah. that thing we all love. I love it. True. Are, is like, are people like? I just want to ask some general fucking yeah. questions. Yeah. Ask yeah. some general as a be, fan like, of yeah, the show like, and do you. it. Yeah. 
are they are those people fucking crazy, man? You people crazy, insane, <laughs> absolutely. You don't strike me as the craziest person. Well, and also I'm like the least exciting on there. I disagree. when I I mean, like I'll be emotional and I'm yeah, like but you're open not and go everything. Camillinator throw no, a chair in the pool. Never ever. And <laughs> I watch it. You gotta die. No, the gra- <laughs> that is the greatest scene where she just walks <laughs> off the edge into the pool. Is the greatest oh scene television scene. I. Love that. It was that incredible. is why reality television is amazing. It was like a psychological amazing. thriller, and she just walks in Psycho. And she just walks up. Oh, I can, see, I can, I'm going to tell you some information after this is okay. over, and why she got extra crazy. Oh, sorry, people listening. Yeah. Insider information. See, okay, but once again, we can watch this and be entertained and laugh, but like maybe just offer Camilla some counseling afterwards. Yeah, right. But yes, that scene where she walks into the pool <laughs> and you're gonna die. It's so great. It just, you, I see these people and I'm just like, what are you like yeah. in regular life? Because I had never witnessed a fight, an actual physical fight. Until I was on the real world. Really? I saw my very first fight. Sure. And I was like, people do this. This is what a fight. And I where got so scared from? I hid under a table. Where are you from, <laughs> <laughs> are you from originally? Orange County. L.A. I was born and raised in L.A. In oh, Santa really? Monica. I was born in L.A. What high school did you go to? Grew up to. I went to Thousand Oaks High School. Oh, I went to Samuel High. Oh, like, yeah. look. We were like, right. Yeah. Hey, right here. You just right. You know, my parents were in the film industry, too. So it was like uh-huh. no big deal because I grew up in the film industry. How did it, how did the real world happen for you? Uh, I went to a an open casting call in San Francisco, and I was with my neighbor. We heard an interview or a, a commercial on the radio about it, and he was like, "We're definitely going to do this." And he got pink eye that day, and so he was like, "I'm not going." And he's like, "But you still have to." And so he made me go, and I was like, "Okay, if there's a line, I'm not doing it." And we went the very last hour of the very last day they had it, and there was no line, and everybody in line was like, "I'm gonna." I could remember it. They were like, "I'm gonna say that I'm like crazy, and I'm like puck, and I'm like this person I drink and da puck." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm a camp counselor who doesn't really party, and you know." I, I was like boring I thought and I just went out there and was myself and they did a, a group an open uh, like a group interview a group casting call and uh, and sat us all together and there was a woman who was leading this whole like, group interview and I just kind of took over and was like asking all the questions <laughs> it was like oh my god tell me more about that so was that and that, yeah. and then I think they were like oh well we need somebody to interview people so True. I was a bit, just a house therapist from day one and you just were. never got yeah. paid for it. No, so. <laughs> That's why I'm in this profession now, so I can finally make some money on the back end. Are you glad that you made that decision to do it? To do, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm very glad. You know, I really felt like it was such a... I mean, just with the work I've done afterwards for... Uh, you know, I'm an ambassador for a nonprofit organization. I've done so much work with them that has just been so fulfilling and and... Like hearing the people who just were moved when I shared my story of sexual abuse and sexual trauma on television made it all worth it because I didn't have anybody like that that yeah. I that yeah. had been through like that that made me feel like it was okay and not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, you changed their lives. And yeah. oh, I mean, like that yeah. to me is like if one person felt better than it, you know, that's like the old cliche, but that really is how I felt. Yeah. And I didn't know how strong that was going to be. I just wanted to be on the challenge, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Both worked, and so win-win. Yeah, Great. true, true. Do you it's, have a favorite location that yes, you've been? Yes, Thailand. I even went really? there for my honeymoon because I loved it so I've much. Heard so many oh, I go to Thailand. Oh, you should. <laughs> and you know what? All you need is the plane ticket because once you get there, it, I you couldn't spend four hundred dollars in a week if you tried. Really? It's like you walk down the street and it's like. 
oh, six dollar massage. Oh, I'm okay. I'll do six dollar massage. You finish your massage. You're like, oh, a four dollar pedicure. Okay, I'll do that too. And you're just like getting rubbed and like lotioned, and then eat good so food, bad. and then you go in the pool or the beach, and then you get out of the beach. And there are people giving you massages on the beach. As it's the great, and then they give you like food, and it's and the people are the nicest people on the planet. That's Sounds why like I love heaven. it. I've heard amazing things about Thailand. Be and nicest I've heard the people. Really good. Too. Oh, it's yeah. so good. We should go to Thailand. Totally. <laughs> Do you have a favorite all-time actual physical? Right. What's yeah. TJ like? Oh, is he magical? He is magical. He's everything you want him to be and more. He's I love everything. TJ gets fucking pissed off. Oh, yeah, me too. I know. You quit. You I, quit. That was the best. You gotta go. Bye. Yeah. See you never. TJ, don't have fun. Don't have a good time. TJ's See you never. Mad. You make TJ mad. Yeah, that well, was, he was the like, best. All right then. He like fucking makes people feel awkward yes. when they're trying to be funny yes. and shit. Oh, okay, so that was a horrible joke. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah. so funny, and he's a cool dude, and uh. I just love his whole, like, I've never met a man who's more motivated and more, like, he wakes up early, and he goes to bed early, and he hustles all day long, and he doesn't drink, and he doesn't do drugs, and he's, like, just a good person who cares about helping other people, and he's the guy who'll stop on the side of the road and, like, fix your God, car. this is making my day, man. Uh, he's the coolest. Awesome. Do you guys want to hang out with him ever? Well, during the afterwards, he yeah. was the one person who, after the challenge was done, and everything went down. He like came up and he was like, "You won. You won the right way. You know you did." Like he he was just Good like guy the guy. He, he and he was just real sweet to me afterwards. And like you know, just it's just cool. And That's I just awesome. Fuck have yeah. a special place in my heart. For that me makes too. me that makes me happy. Yeah. And on my first challenge, I got in trouble because we all went out one night. Oh my god, I almost dropped my drink. We all went out. To, I got, I'm just so excited <laughs> to talk about DJ. We all went out one night uh, to like this Thai boxing place. Uh, and, you know, I didn't know the rules. Like, we're not allowed to hang out with TJ. So, like, I just go over and I sit next to TJ. And I'm like, so who, is, who are you putting money on? And, like, everybody was like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> like, I wasn't allowed to do that. I was like, I'm just hanging out. And then yeah. they, the producer was like, get over here. Don't talk. <laughs> and after that, I was like, what? I, I didn't know that there was, like, Probably this whole thing. Yeah, I was like, I've been dying to hang out. To yeah. just, I just wanted to, like, see, you know, see who's going to I came to Thailand. Right, exactly. So, you know, ever since then, I've just always had a special place in my heart for TJ. And, That's really like, good. Now I'm like, I think we're allowed to hang out. He's as cool as you think. He is. Yeah, uh, we had like I, you know, she said we had Cochran from uh, Survivor on the podcast, and he's good friends with Jeff Probst now. Who oh, cool! Is the he says the same yeah. thing. He's such a cool guy. He's yeah. such a cool guy, and so he's friends with him, and it like warms so your heart because cool. you like. It's like they're the dad figure. You, they're dads. Yeah, and you know there. what? They're removed because they're not the decision makers in no. the shit. Yeah. So yeah. like TJ cared, you know, like when he when he sees people put it on the line, he doesn't care about. He doesn't know what's going on. How is yeah. it? I, at least I you think. No, for you sure. T- he and just, he sees he cares, so. season after season, and he's seen you for nine challenges, yeah. so he knows what type of competitor, yeah. what type of person you yeah. are. Of course, he respects you. He yeah. respects the people who deserve respect, which is awesome, and that makes me feel happy that he's a good person. Yeah. So he did ask if he could be paired with any female who would it be and he chose me so Aww. I almost started oh, crying awesome. when, so he went on another podcast Aww. and said that and so I was like oh my god my life I can just like rest and die happy now because TJ. TJ that's all I wanted validation from TJ who like give me the nod so I just need to know what TJ was like I'm good now yeah. we can end I'm good what does he smell like for real though no I want to know do you have a favorite like physical challenge I think the up all night one was my just because when I tell you we smoked that one it was embarrassing how fast we finished like i think production was like we were not expecting somebody to finish this fast we finished 
in t- under two minutes what took other the close not close to like twenty something, and we got it right the very first time. And just it was to clarify, just this so was a fun. challenge where they had to stay up all night, yeah. and weird things kept happening. Like uh, circus performers mm-hmm. would jump in the mm-hmm. arena, and you would kind of just be watching this. You didn't know why. And at the end of it, they they asked you trivia questions mm-hmm. about specific details mm-hmm. about I the color it. of things. I loved and, it so much. Yeah, and you guys because it's like it. annoying how I remember these things in real life. And they've never been. I've never been able to use this yeah. annoying skill that I have. And then I felt like the skill was like able to be put to use. And I was like, ah, yes. or trivia. So trivia, <laughs> yeah. anything like that. Trivia, yeah, anything yeah. where basically I'm like such a narcissistic asshole that anything where I can show off and make other people feel shitty. So <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> and there was a challenge where you had to like run through someone's kitchen and make it a mess really fast and then leave. Do you be good that. at that? Oh man, so good. What at that. do you think is your messiest meal you cook? Uh. Every meal. Everything. Well, Every meal. I, I'm just so focused on getting it done so fast oh, that yeah. like I'll leave a wake of that's, destruction. That's how uh-huh. he achieves superhuman cooking speed is that he doesn't clean you it don't up clean anything. It. Or like, like close yeah. the refrigerator or any cupboards. Oh, no. Or drawers. Oh, no. It's a tornado. We could not live together. Yeah. It's like it's like a, a hot dog eating contest. You see yes. how they're just making a mess yes. of everything? The kitchen just, is that. Yes. that. The kitchen is my hot dog eating contest. You also are not allowed to come over to my house for cooking meals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll stick to my thing up our I'll kitchen. I'll cook for you. Okay, sounds there good. There you go. If you come to my house, I'll cook for you. <laughs> the Julian Tornado. That's yeah. what she calls me. That's really funny. I'm yeah. sorry. It's okay. No, because I just follow the wake of the tornado yeah. and clean up. Well, as long as the We're food is though. good afterwards. Good. Well, that's the thing. is that he I makes, wouldn't care. He makes food in like... An mm. ungodly amount of time. It's like five minutes, and you have like spaghetti. Oh, okay. like, how did you see? Do you this? know what's funny it's is possible. spaghetti. Where is where my mind went when you said messy? I was like, it's spaghetti. I know it. And you just said spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. I feel yeah. like you'd be spaghetti, a me- it's spaghetti. Messy spaghetti. Mom, spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop the Italian in me. It's fucking spaghetti all the time. Pasta every day. Delicious. Carbs on carbs. Carbs on carbs. Uh, for real, thank you so much for coming over and doing this <laughs> podcast for with us. This was really really fun. Oh, it's really such fun. a joy. Yeah. Our pleasure to have you. It was absolutely our pleasure Thanks. to have you. Um, everyone out there, guys, check out her podcast, the brain Uh It's an awesome show, and every single week, right? Yeah, every oh, single week. On Thursdays, stuff. we come out with new episodes. Thursdays. Yeah. You guys don't have with any content Susie. from us on Thursdays. Shout out to this? Susie. Yeah, yeah Susie, my gal, Susie. my other half, uh, my better half. Hi, Susie. Sorry, uh, you're not on this episode. Maybe another episode you can come on our podcast. Or we can crash your podcast. Maybe you guys can crash ours because we love having guests. We would absolutely do that. Um, Thank you so much for coming. Um, And guys, check our stuff out and make sure you check out the tracker, which is the sponsor for this week, so you can track your belongings. Oh, my God. That's a fun noise. (laughs) (laughs) Go to thetracker.com, promo code Jenna Julian. You get 30% off. Uh, uh, Yeah. Thanks, Ann, Sarah. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Can we high five now? Because we didn't yeah. get to it at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, oh, we'll see you guys next good. week for another episode. Uh, guestless, probably. Maybe drunk? No. What? Are we going to be guestless next week? I, I don't know yet. I'm not a fortune teller. I'm only a spaghetti teller. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>